0: Listening to Tutter Nation Pro Football Podcast.
1: Yo, 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 what is up, Tutter Nation? Welcome. It is week one, rapid reactions. Guys, it was such a good week of football. Um, so many good games. We're gonna talk about every single one of them. Uh I'm Father Alvarez uh, hosting because our boy Troy, he's uh, he's he's here. He just sounds a lot like Chris Collinsworth this past week did. So. Now here's the guy.
0: <laughs> here's a guy who isn't in studio today.
2: Here's a guy who isn't in the studio and is talking through his computer this week. So if he, he sounds if weird, <laughs> you know
1: why. But we also got the genius Noah Stradamus, King Tut himself. Noah, how you feeling about week one, man?
0: I'm feeling like it was a good week one. I'm I'm so excited to get into this uh rapid fire. First time I think going we're attempting to go over every single game, so it'll be fun.
1: Yeah, man. Hey, really quick, before we dive into like the stuff for today, uh, we just gotta I gotta give you a shout out, Noah. You had the best, the highest scoring fantasy team this week in our Lord of the Leagues league. So congratulations. Clap it up for Noah. Come on. Way thank to you, go, thank
0: man! Thank you, thank you, thank you. I I, I got to start out as hot as I ended last year, but now the expectations are on, so I can't uh, can't afford to fail. I got to deliver.
2: Yeah, Me, all we all milk, won this week. We all won this week in our league, that's so right. we did. We're staying strong. up Lakers. <laughs> the
1: These three liquor. guys right here were in the top four of the highest scoring teams in the league. So that's that's how we run it, boys. <laughs> Woo! All right, let's go. Uh, go ahead and dive into uh, some information that we got to give out, some injury news. You could call this some tea time.
2: Hello, and welcome to Tata Nation Tea Time.
1: Every time I try it with my drink, my drink's always empty. <laughs> <laughs> is that Wendy's? There's a, nah, Chick-fil-A. This episode, this tea time is sponsored to you by the Lord's Chicken. So uh, got that good ice. Eat more chicken. Um, But injury news, we've got, man, week one, there were a good chunk of injuries that are really going to kind of affect the way the season's going to go. Dak Prescott, I think, is one of the biggest ones. It looks like he's going to be out for probably at least uh, four weeks, five weeks, maybe. Um, But yeah, Cooper Rush, I believe, is his backup. So he's going to be stepping in. Dak Prescott's out. TJ Watt, he's probably going to be out a few weeks. It looks like he's got a torn pec. No wonder if you look at that guy play. He should be tearing a lot more than his pectorals. Uh, <laughs> Jamal Adams out. Noah, th- this is your boy. You want to talk a little bit about what's going on
0: with Jamal Adams? Yeah. All Blitz, I, boy. Blitz boy. Blitz uh, boy. All I've heard so far is that he, uh, it's a serious knee injury. Um, mm. Seems like he's going to miss some time, but we'll keep an eye on that.
2: So no, not much blitzing going on over the next couple of not, weeks.
0: Not much blitzing, just blitzing for, uh, for that uh, ice bath. <laughs>
1: that's in for the ice bath. uh all right Najee harris uh with the steelers running back uh he injured his foot it looks like he will probably still be good to go next week it doesn't look like it's anything too serious so Najee harris prayers up man keenan allen um honestly i haven't looked too much into this one seeing what's going on with him but he did leave the game on it was just a uh, sunday mm-hmm. it's just a hammy
2: it was a hammy. I mean not just a ham. I think hammies are pretty serious in football terms, yeah. But, uh yeah, it's probably hopefully he can go next week, but maybe he might sit out a week just it's a hammy, you know. Yeah. Hammies are large uh especially Keenan Allen's, he's got good hammies. Yeah. Those tree trunks, bro.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he uh we've all been there, you know, pulling a hammy. It's not fun. No. Hate to see it. Uh, we also got Mac Jones. Uh, looks like he's been having some back spasms. Uh, looks like he's blaming his back spasms on the mm-hmm. loss against mm-hmm. the Dolphins. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard the stat, but uh, two Tua... of.
2: Is he blaming the back spasms on the loss or is he blaming the loss on the back spasms?
0: Hey, there's only <laughs> so much. There's only so many losses that one back can carry, man. You're bound to start spasming after carrying that loss.
2: God bless him. I mean, his parents named him McCorkle for a reason, you know? Yep.
0: You got to be able <laughs> to get a couple
2: DUIs in your life and, you know, have a couple of uh, back spasms. It's just
1: the way, the way it goes. Oh man. So that's, yeah, that's Mac Jones. Hopefully it's nothing. He got x-rayed x-rays came back negative. So it doesn't look like it's anything too crazy. And then we got our boy, Eli Mitchell really knowing Troy's boy. Cause he's on the 49ers and they love the 49ers mm. yes now here's a guy who <laughs> uh <laughs> who is part of a
2: a system of running back so the the 49ers shouldn't miss him too much I know some fantasy guys might miss him he's in one of my teams in one of my leagues um on the Mr. Basura heads uh <laughs> so I do miss him that was probably
1: my best player I had which is sad uh but well, that's another uh talk for another day yeah, uh so Jeff Wilson, he's a big waiver wire pickup in Eli Mitchell's uh absence. So all you fantasy uh fellas and lady fellas, all you guys go pick him up off the waiver wire. What do you mean yeah. lady fellas? <laughs> <laughs> they know what I mean. They know what I mean. <laughs> nations right. for the girls. Um <laughs> So that's uh that's really all the injury news, uh, everything major. Luckily, like it wasn't – there's been some worse injury weeks in the past. So, you know, prayers for safety. You hate to see someone go out early and hate be out it. for the rest of the season. So luckily, no ACLs were torn, nothing like that. Everyone's um, fairly healthy. I think there
2: was an ACL torn, though. Oh, was there? Yeah. Um, Do you know
1: who? Eagles,
2: D-end, Derek Barnett.
1: Ooh. Where's
2: which is actually he's pretty good so yeah that you know that's not going to be a good uh that's not going to be a good thing for them especially i mean you guys want to head into our next segment we can start it off with the eagles yeah yeah
0: it. we're going to be recapping these games uh we're going to go just rotating style as soon as the guys uh, myself hear this noise that means we got to start talking about the game we got 20 seconds to talk about it troy kick it off for us Eagles at the Lions.
2: Let's go, all right? We're talking Eagles-Lions, like I was saying. Um, Derek Barnett tore his ACL, but, man, this game was classic Lions fashion that we've seen under Dan Campbell. They go out to a ridiculous... uh, Just the other team comes out to a nice lead, and then Dan Campbell just gets his way right back to the end and then lose by three points. It's just a, a perfect... Uh, just that, is that what Dan Campbell is? I don't know. You know, I don't know if that's what it, all he's going to be. It's kind of sad, but that seems to be regardless of who they're playing. They could be playing, uh, the Seahawks. They could be playing the Eagles. They could be playing, uh, Alabama for, for goodness sakes, the STC, you know, and they're going to lose by three points. Um, so yeah, Philadelphia came out 24 points, but like I was saying, losing Barnett's a huge thing. How, how, how are we on time? Yeah. It, it
1: ended like a minute ago, dude.
2: <laughs> I
0: thought I was going to get a counter. Did you not hear it?
2: No.
1: That was the longest <laughs> 20 seconds of my like, life. I am like,
0: all right, he's completely disagree- This is some bad clock management skills right now. <laughs> all right, all right. Next one. We're on next, to the next. Next one. All right, Christian, show on us how it's one. done. We got we- uh, Raiders at Chargers. Go for it. Raiders
1: and Chargers. Here we go. Chargers are exactly who we thought they were going into this season. You look at that Chargers defense and they're really the big story. Three interceptions on Derek Carr. Just absolutely wild. We got Khalil Mack coming in with a big game with three sacks. Derwin James coming in with a sack. Justin Herbert with three touchdowns. But the Raiders do have a glimmer of hope in Devontae Adams. 10 catches for 141 yards and a touchdown. Raiders Chargers was a good one. Chargers came out with the win. I went a little
0: long. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good so far. We're we're uh, we're just using this kind of as a reference, I guess. All right, I'm gonna try to stay within twenty seconds. I don't know if I can do it, but here we go. Colts at Texans. I was hoping that I'd get a little bit more from Matt Ryan. I would hope. I was hoping I could see a little bit more of a spark. I think the Colts are good. I think they're just missing consistent QB play. I thought Matt Ryan would bring that in. Uh, Texans kind of showed me that they are who I thought they were. Uh, you know, they ended up kind of just going for the tie at the end. That's okay. Hopefully Four, we see more from the Colts three, moving forward. Two, one, Done. Zero.
2: Wait a second. Uh, I just have one thing to say. <laughs> that didn't happen when I... <laughs>
1: That timer, that five, five four, <laughs> three, two,
2: <laughs> one, it, it, zero. I swear to you, that wasn't
1: there.
0: It okay, was it just happened. a little. How ding, ding. how about this? When, in case you can't hear it next time, I will give you a countdown with my hand so you can see it. Okay. But mine was just the ding ding, right? Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, it was. Okay. There. How come Noah got this great time
0: countdown? It was there. It was there. It, but, but it might <laughs> no be. Way. Hey, I'm shot. We're gonna. <laughs> the people didn't hear it. That's for sure. I'm gonna have to bring you over, show you in the project that this recorded this way. All right, <laughs> all right Troy. All right, let's all keep right. it running. Redemption, Troy. You got Pats at Dolphins. Here we go.
2: Hey, Pats Dolphins. This is how it is. Tua Tonga V Vilaua. That took all my 20 seconds right there. He has never lost to the Patriots. He's never lost to Bill Belichick since he's been in the league. He is the best against Bill Belichick. The Dolphins oh, always smack Bill Belichick. Two, Tua had 270, one, one touchdown, no yeah. interceptions. Dolphins defense looks good.
1: Nice. That was a good I'm one. i pick it right up. We got Browns, Panthers. Browns come out with the win. Baker Mayfield gets the loss against his old team. Uh, and really the thing that carried the Browns was their running game. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. I don't know about you guys, but that is the best running back room in Four, the league. Three, yeah, he gives three, me a Nick Chubb.
0: One, nice. All right. We're getting the hang of this. All right. I'm going to pick it up again. Here we go. Giants at Titans. If I could have one word to describe the Giants' performance, it would be resilient. It wasn't a perfect game. It wasn't a pretty game. But despite the mistakes, they overcame. They gave it to Saquon Barkley, trusted him. Daniel Jones did enough to get the W. Uh, Despite some mistakes, Titans made too many, and they couldn't get their momentum back. And that's why the Giants won in Week 1, 21-20. Hey, we're
2: going to head down to... uh... To to Chi Town, Chicago Bears. A monsoon was coming into the stadium. Everyone was swimming around on the field. And who do we see? Who do we see sliding around? Justin Fields picked like 15 picks after this booty cheek picks of Trey Lance, or should I call him Trey Cheeks? Because he sucks. No one one, should ever pick him in fantasy, and he's trash. 49ers, you're garbage. (laughs) This
1: is so hard. Let's go ahead and take a look at our nation's capital with the Washington Commies going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Commanders take a commanding lead, 28-22. to 22. Let me put it like this. Carson Wentz, he's back, boys. He's back. Four touchdowns, two interceptions, though, so pretty classic Carson Wentz. Jahan Dotson with two touchdowns. The rookie can play, and
0: commanders Three, are undefeated two, in the history of them one. being the commanders i like it i like it that is so true they have never lost as the commanders. so we'll see if they can keep that up all right all right let's take it to the meadowlands this is ravens versus the jets Ravens won 24-9, but do not let the score deceive you. It was actually a pretty close game for the most part. Uh, Jets were hanging in there uh, until about the end of the third quarter. Lamar Jackson and uh, the rest of his team hit their stride, made some big plays. Jets Five, made some big plays too early, four, but couldn't capitalize three, in the red zone and had some turnovers two, that they couldn't overcome. One. So Ravens went away with it.
2: And here we go. We're going to Hotlanta, uh where Young ho Ku Kept kicking that ball through them uprights. Young Hoku was just kick after kick after kick. Taysom Hill had a super uh touchdown. Coral Patterson is always on the he just amazes me every single time. Marcus Mariota is showing that he can probably run a team. But oh boy, Jameis Winston coming back, finding Michael Thomas twice. Lutz with the ending one and the 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 Saints get it done. Yeah,
1: nice. man. Michael Thomas, that's a big comeback for him in week one. Hit. All right, let's swing it over to the north, up to the frozen tundra. Green Bay and Minnesota Vikings. Here we go. Uh, Minnesota Vikings obviously just destroyed this one. 23 to 7. Aaron Rodgers, he hates life again. Uh, He does not want to be on the Packers playing football with this team. The Vikings, they got two potential MVP candidates in Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson balled out. Nine catches, 184 yards, and two touchdowns. Wow! 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 That
0: was an impressive amount of my information. Balls is hot. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna wrap it up with our rapid recap. Uh, Tampa Bay at Dallas. Uh, This game was a little bit underwhelming. There was supposed to be uh, two evenly matched teams, but Tampa Bay was obviously the better team. Um, And that was even before Dak went down with an injury. He'll probably be out for the rest of the season. Uh, I don't want to say, you know, panic after first week, but Cowboys fans, I would panic because they couldn't get anything going with Dak, and I don't know how they're going to get anything going without him. uh, Tampa Bay won 19-3. And that's it for... Twenty second recap. I think we're gonna have to make it longer for next time because, man, that that I just might like
2: be twenty seconds. I think we need some more aggressive uh, countdown. Oh yeah, that, like really slaps you in the face to make you stop talking because that first time, if that was happening, I couldn't hear it. <laughs> I
0: was like, this is. <laughs> I was like, he's so just, quiet. He's man. just he just has a lot to say on this one, but <laughs> that's all right. Eagles Lions was a good game. It deserves a lot of love. Another game that deserves a lot of love is our uh game of the week that's the Steelers at the Bengals we get we have a little bit more time to talk about uh these next couple of games what do you guys think about this one
2: yo that game for me was the game of the week I think that for what it was uh the Steelers defense was phenomenal took they turned Joe Burrow and the Bengals over five times I think that they sacked them five or six times as well I think Joe Burrow looked kind of lost out there, and that's kind of crazy coming from the season that he had. I do also think that there is something that happened this week that really shows me that, hey, maybe the preseason does matter. Um, and it's all coaches coming from a certain style, and the style is Sean McVay. Um, Sean McVay doesn't play any starters in the preseason. We went out and took a poo poo. Uh, his protege, uh, LaFleur, Peter LaFleur, uh, he goes up to, to the frozen tundra. He has the same thing. None of their starters really play in the preseason. They took a poo-poo. Same thing with um, Zach Taylor in in uh, Cincinnati. He has the same thing. They don't play and, and the same thing happens. So there is something to be said. I mean, Tom Brady even played in the preseason. Um, so there is something to be said about playing in the preseason um, gets you ready to play for the game. And I think, I think that, that might've hurt him a little bit. I've said this before. I think the Ravens are going to take that division. I think the Bengals are going to backslide. Week one, they did backslide. I don't think they're going to be this bad. I don't think the the Steelers should have won. I mean, you turn them over five times, man, you should you should destroy that game. And uh, they had to win it with weird kick situations and and the whole thing in overtime. So good on the Steelers. But in a way, I think it was a loss for both teams because losing uh, T.J. Watt at the end, is I don't know how good the Steelers can feel coming out of that one.
1: Yeah, I totally agree, man. Steelers defense, that's the only reason that they stayed in the game like they did. Um that was really the two things that we learned from this game. Steelers defense is phenomenal and as long as Mike Tomlin's their coach, they're going to keep being phenomenal. And then you look at the Bengals offense and they should be better than they were. They were sloppy. It's week 1. Let's give them a few weeks. Let's, you know, I think they'll bounce back. Um but it really is that question of, okay, is that just because the Steelers defense is that amazing or are the Bengals just losing it offensively? And I don't know. I like to think that the Bengals will bounce back from this and they play again later in the season. So we'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah. Still a good division. Still a good division. Week one, you never know like what's going to happen. I remember Packers last year, you know, dropped a game week one and you know, they came back to be a great team, but uh, uh, you can't, you can't take too much in week one. Uh we might overreact a little bit later but um another game that uh that I thought was pretty interesting kicked off our season was uh Bills at Rams Troy you were at this game
2: Yes went to the game uh is amazing can't wait to be back uh that was cool got to see the banner hung up from from the Super Bowl last year so that was cool something I'll never forget Ozzy Osborne performed at halftime which is I thought he was dead so that was cool um uh, but um man it was it was kind of crazy uh watching the game I mean first half what I took away from the first half is that man our defense is actually really good um we had you know held Josh Allen and that Bill's uh offense to 10 points we tied it up at the end of the first half 10-10 with a really nice um touchdown to Cooper Cup from Stafford and Then we kicked the field goal, tied up 10-10. And I was like, okay, we've turned them over at that point. I think we already turned them over three times. And I was like, hey, this is, you know, this is exactly the kind of dirty game that I wanted to play in this game. I was scared that it was going to be a high-scoring game. And then the second half, the wheels fell off for us, and it was a high-scoring game. Uh, We never scored again, so we ended up with 10. Uh, Bills, though, that Josh Allen is the real deal. Seeing him in person just makes you realize that even more. Bobby Wagner hit him at, like, the three-yard line with his shoulder down would have crushed in almost anyone living um, just a huge hit. And uh, Josh Allen just kind of s- just became Michael Jordan from space jam and <laughs> grew his arm uh, to, to score the basket and, and scored a touchdown on it. And I was just like, dude, how the heck did that happen? He acted like he didn't even just get hit by one of the largest meanest dudes on the field. Um, so he's insane. He found, you know, there was a lot of mistakes that happened. I know uh Jalen Ramsey, even after the game, kind of talked about it, how he, you know, he, they just got beat, they got their butts beat. And um, there's a lot of, you know, funny memes about the Rams being pieces of toast and whatnot. Uh but at the end of the day, like that first half I think is more indicative of who we are. And we were hanging around with the people that everyone has winning the Super Bowl. Um and so for me, I do think that we came out and played really sloppy. I think that our coaching game that we had was pretty sloppy. But I think that we show that we can hang with the best team in the league. And I think we're right up there with them. I think we're still going to have a great year. Um, it was a really fun game to go to. And up until, you know, the sec- all the way through the third quarter, pretty much, I was like, okay, we're going to win this game. And then in the fourth quarter, they just started beating the brakes off of us. So it's just
1: one of those things that happens sometimes in football when you're going against the best.
2: And the bills are really freaking good Mm
1: -hmm. yeah i think if anything for the rams it's comforting for uh for cooper cup fantasy owners to see hey even in a bad game for the rams cooper stuff cooper cup is still gonna have a really good fantasy game
2: yeah i mean that's the thing too is you know we have a a pretty new toy with uh, uh Allen robinson we threw him one time he had one target one catch 12 yards it's like you know, that, that can't happen. And I think McVay knows that. I think Stafford knows that. Um, And, you know, before the game, Van Jefferson went out, so we didn't have Van and it was just like a weird game. Kind of, I think in the beginning, we are one of our starting left guard towards ACL the week before that. So there was, you know, some O-line issues. I think there might be O-line issues going forward too. So that, that'll be interesting, but man, it was fun to be there.
1: Yeah, it also might just be an issue with the NFC West cuz 3 of the NFC West teams took an L which been four. Well, huh?
2: What? Could have been 4. Could have been 4. It should have been 4. Should
1: have should have been. But it wasn't. It was the Rams, the 49ers and the Cardinals. I want to talk a little bit about the Chiefs versus the Cardinals cuz boys, the Chiefs, they do not need Tyreek Hill to be the Chiefs. That Mm -hmm. offense, whoever's on the field, it could be an old man in a wheelchair. Whoever is on the field will be getting the ball from Patrick Mahomes and they'll be making something happen with it. They got unless they're uh, Juju
2: Smith-Schuster, then he'll be getting the ball from Patrick Mahomes and
1: fumbling. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But they've they've just got so many weapons. You know, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he had a baller of a game. Like that guy, I've been waiting for a couple years for now. for him now to do something big and then he finally he finally goes off and then isaiah pacheco the rookie running back he comes in he starts playing well so finally they've got some good running backs behind them to take the pressure off the passing game uh but even in the passing game you know they still got travis kelsey like tyreek hill he was a big threat but travis kelsey is you know that's the guy on the chiefs uh as far as receiving goes and then they got uh Juju Smith uh, you know he might have fumbled it but he still had a decent game um yeah I think the Chiefs are uh still a threat I can't wait for the Chiefs Chargers game next week to see uh who comes out on top yeah good I kind of want to see that game just because week one is always weird because you
2: don't know what's going to happen going into it everyone's a little nervous and then even after week one you don't know what the other team is either you know what I mean it's like you go Rams bills. Okay. Like are, are the Rams just that bad? Or are the bills really that good? Mm-hmm. You know, or, or you look at same thing with chiefs, uh, chiefs, Cardinals, are the chiefs back? Are they that good? Are they going to be tearing everybody up like that? Like they were a couple years ago or are the Cardinals trash, you know, you, you don't really know what it is. And, and, you know, I hope the Cardinals are just really that bad because I would love to play that team that I saw <laughs> playing the chiefs twice this year. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, the man. Chiefs,
1: like, the Chiefs got the Chiefs. up to 37 points, 37 to seven in through the first three quarters. Dude, the Chiefs
2: looked really, really good. Yeah. Like really good. There's and
1: and and we went
2: through uh the, the records the other day, and I think we came to the same record, which what they were gonna have, we said they were gonna have what, 14 wins, 13, 13 wins? I think 13, yeah um and Sounds I stand right. by that I think that that's freaking that's like 13 wins in a 17 you know game season is uh pretty ridiculous so yeah. they're gonna be a great team
0: yeah they look good coming right out the gate uh sort of the bills uh I, I mean they, we, we could see them in another uh showdown in the playoffs that'd be a lot of fun to watch um but yeah I mean I was happy to see the Chiefs take it to the Cardinals um it really capped off that trifecta of uh Rams, Niners, and Cardinals losing. It looked like Troy's right. It could have been, but it wasn't, uh, despite all the predictions, despite all the talk, despite everyone saying that uh, Seahawks are crazy for, uh, for for going with the quarterback they were going with, uh, for giving up Russ, for everyone saying that the Broncos were going to smack the Seahawks. The Seahawks came out victorious on Monday Night Football versus the Denver Broncos, 16-17. to 17. It was an amazing game. And there's a lot to be said about what the Broncos did wrong to lose this game. But I want to start out by saying a couple things. The Seahawks did right. I mean, they have a ton of rookies out there. I Definitely, we have a lot to improve on. Absolutely. But I think our defense really, really played strong. Um, it was a very bend but don't break kind of defense. Uh, I think it was like the only time a team has, has turned it over uh, on the goal line uh, twice in one game since the eighties is what I heard. Um, I mean, it, it, you can you can say that the the Broncos really lost this game. You know, maybe they did. Maybe they maybe they really did. But um, at the same time, they had a ton of opportunities to win this game, and each time they had an opportunity, they had three goal line opportunities. Seahawks stopped them all three times. It wasn't it wasn't anything else but that. It, we, we, we turned it over twice with once by you know hitting melvin gordon once by i think ripping the ball out of javante williams hand so there's a lot the seahawks did well Uh, most of all geno smith um, after about the first half of the game i asked my wife if i could uh if i could buy a geno smith jersey because i just got a new jersey but we'll see we'll see how the rest of the season goes but man i i am i am so proud of geno smith Um, he had the absolute uh i think best line of the first week i'll play this clip right here
2: yeah they wrote me off i ain't right back though That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go.
0: So, uh, a lot of people had a lot to say about Geno Smith, but um, I think the biggest headline out of this game was uh, it came down to the final play where uh, they had a chance to give the ball to Russ to make something happen. All he had to get was five yards on fourth down. Um, Instead, they try um, the longest career of uh, McManus's, uh, the longest kick of McManus's career, and um, 64 yards. He missed it twice. Once was the timeout was called, and the other, he just uh, he just hit it wide, uh, wide left again. So, uh, lots of head scratcher call, but I'm very happy he called it that way, and I'm very happy. Broncos that...
2: country, left wide.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just happy with how it ended, but I'm sure I'm sure for everybody that was just a huge head scratcher.
2: Yeah, I honestly, when I was watching that live, I couldn't even tell what they were doing because there was no doubt in my mind that they were going to go for it on that fourth down uh i did the math quick math in my head and i was like yeah that's like a 64 63 64 yarder and i'm like i don't think mcmanus has ever hit anything like that i think he's you know around i think 59 60 is his top that he's done so and it wasn't even in denver like if it was in denver then like maybe you have factored that in a little bit but it was in seattle and i was like thinking to myself like they're they're not doing that they just got the pretty new toy in their leader russell wilson like, why would you not let him go against in his house? Like, why would you not let him do that? So that was really weird. Then they took it all the way down and they called the timeout anyway. I was like, and they didn't even like hard count them. They weren't even trying to get them to jump. They just like called the timeout. And I was like, that's really strange. And then, then you know, and then I see McMahon's coming. Out. I'm just like, dude, no way. And then I was mad at Pete Carroll for calling that timeout. Cause I'm like, dude, don't give him another, <laughs> don't give him a chance to look at it, you know? Like, when it's that long, you just got to let it go, you know. Uh, and if it's shorter, maybe you give him a chance. But I I was just like, that was weird. And then he did almost make it the second time. He had enough uh, enough juice on it. He just missed it wide left. Um, but I thought that was the weirdest decision I've ever seen um, in a game like that. They wasted so much time just to kick that long field. Normally in those situations where you've seen the 63, 64 yarder, Time's gone. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't have 15 seconds left on the clock. Then it was weird. After that happened, then they had to, like, kneel the ball a bunch, and they kept calling timeouts. Like, it was just so weird. I haven't really seen an end to a game like that. You don't kick that long of a field goal unless that's the last thing you can do. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not something where you feel comfortable doing, and they did, apparently. They felt more comfortable in doing that than having Russell Wilson get five yards, which is just, to me, kind of a slap to Russell Wilson in the face. And also – uh that was just a weird game man it was a weird game but what I wanted to say about this game Seahawks showed me they got a lot of dog
0: Mm.
2: got a lot of dog in them Mm. they got a lot of things that I watched in them I'm like I kept thinking in my head like man this team should be getting brutalized by I thought you know that Denver should have went in and pretty much had their way with them I thought Wilson would should have went in and just kind of destroyed and it wasn't happening, and I think that the the reason it wasn't is because Seahawks wanted it so much more. I think they booed them, which I loved. Like <laughs> I'll tell you this, Seattle. What I learned about myself watching this game. What I learned about. I don't really hate the Seahawks. I don't even think I really hate Seattle. I hated Russell Wilson. Oh. like I would. I picked him for my uh, shutter. Right, or no, my tutter. I tuttered, you tuttered Denver. Denver, and even though I tuttered Denver, I was like weirdly secretly. I, I didn't want the Seahawks to win because they're in my division, but like there was it, it wasn't like I was rooting against them, like I always and I always am. That's the thing. Like my entire life watching football, ever since the Seahawks became good, I have like actively rooted against them. I almost like when they lose more than I like when the Rams win. It's just weird, it's like a disease in me. But watching this game, I wasn't like that. Like, there was a piece of me that wanted to see Russell Wilson fail. And as I kept watching and looking, like, I was seeing the Seahawks do stuff, like, I was like, oh, like, there was still a big piece of me that was like, I want Noah to lose. I want, you know, Michelangelo to lose. I want – I still want the Seahawks to be bad. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I do. I'm not going to root for them. But – I did learn that I hate Russell Wilson at least more than I hate the Seahawks. Uh, I've never
0: felt closer to you as a fan of football, as a brother. <laughs> I love this take right here, man. It felt very unsettling seeing Russ in that jersey. Um, yeah, and and like yeah, Seahawks fans came there to cheer on their Hawks, not to cheer for Russell Wilson. So uh... I love that when they booed him, I was
2: like, heck yeah, that's that's exactly what fandom is all about. Who cares? You you gave me a Super Bowl. Well, guess what? You also threw a pick to take one of one of them away from yeah, us, I mean, right?
0: he had one foot out the door for for years, you know. So it's it's it was a bitter divorce in Seattle. And uh, man, if we if we had to win one game all year, I would have selected this one. So uh, I, I'm over the moon. I'm riding this high this week. Um, man, it was a good week. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to. I'm not going to make it. You know, I'm not going to overreact and take it for the whole rest of the year as the Seahawks are going to be this amazing team. But that win felt good.
2: I'll tell you this much too. I bet you, when Seahawks, when when the Rams come to Seattle, I bet you there's a very different welcome for Bobby, Bobby Wagner. Then I don't think they'll be booing him.
0: I don't think they should. I mean, it was it was definitely a different exit for Bobby. Of course, Bobby did end up with a rival, so there could be some mixed feelings there. But I'm interested to see. I mean, that's that's if I had to win, an, if I could pick another game to win, it would be the the rematch of rams Seahawks this year. But I'm I'm just happy we got we got it over us.
2: Well, I'm confident in that game I will be rooting against the Seahawks, so. <laughs> All
0: right, Noah, you were talking about
1: not wanting to overreact about the Seahawks, but hey, man, it's week one. It's the perfect time for overreacting. So uh, before we close off on the pod, I want to hear you guys' overreactions. What, <clears throat> What is the biggest thing you learned that you want to overreact about when it comes to week one NFL football? Let me know this is what you want
2: my life. Life. all right overreaction man i love overreacting to to football um oh man this week had so many good things to bring to it so many things that we can overreact on i'll tell you this much uh Trey Lance is garbage. <laughs> Trey Lance is a a, a, a flaming pile of garbage of hot doo-doo. He will never be a, a good quarterback in this league. He will um, not be the starter through this. Like if I'll tell you this much, if this, if the Niners are winning like a couple games, if, if it's around mid season and Niners have like two wins and, and it's looking like their defense is good, but they're just not getting it done on the offense. I'll be really scared to follow was trade Lance because, and I'll be really scared to pause the Niners because it's really hard to give away three picks, pick your future and your future turn out to be this piece of crap that just can't even play football coming from, coming from North Dakota state university. Oh who, Yeah. How did the last guy that came from that turn out? Oh yeah. He's the quarterback of the Washington commies and he, uh, he also looks like a flaming pile of crap sometimes so um i just think yeah you know what he's he's garbage um i do have another one too though and i think uh overreaction the vikings are going to run away with the nfc north and they're going to be by far the leader in the nfc north i think the packers this is the decline i think aaron rodgers isn't going to win another mvp of his career or super bowl uh unless he goes to a new team um and yeah Packers suck
0: <laughs> I love those are great overreactions the first one especially Trey Lance because obviously the weather is like a factor and everything but yeah sure he, sure, he, he sure looked, looked he just gone. Gone soon, but. I mean but you have you can't help but compare him to Justin Fields who went in the same draft class after him and he, he I mean he had a rough start but man he looks so much better than Trey Lance but I mean, Trey just looked
2: like he didn't have any idea what was happening. It looked, he thought, like, it looked like when the rain came, it took away all his knowledge of football that he ever had in his yeah. life.
0: Anybody watch the game back, you'll see Trey Lance never wants to throw it. He ha- he thinks about it sometimes when he sees, when he sees guys maybe open and he just takes it and run. And that's like, you can't. I mean, you can't keep that going for all year. You're going to get, you're going to get an injury at that point. If you're just running it all the time, which Trey Lance likes to do. So, I mean, they got to figure that out. That's a good overreaction. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, when you got Jimmy G behind you, too, like,
0: he can he can play, you know? He's not a bad quarterback. The thing,
1: like, put when, they in.
2: Re-signed him, when they re-signed him, it told me something. It told me that, one, they think he's worth a lot because other uh, teams were offering yeah, stuff.
1: Totally.
2: Teams were offering stuff, and they didn't trade him, which means to me that they weren't offering what they wanted for him, which means to me they think a lot of them. And then they resign sign him, which also means to me they're not confident in Trey Lance. And I and
0: from week one I can see why. I like that. Because you have like they they went so hard giving those picks away to get that pick. And it's like, all right, we're gonna start this guy. But they're not willing to let go of this guy who's, you know, he's not cheap in Jimmy G. And he's also, like you said, you got you got Jimmy G in the back you got Jimmy G in, in the wings. It's like I I could see him coming out anytime like during the season within within the first five games. So Yeah, well, and he's a dude that knows the
2: offense. He's a dude that's been to the Super Bowl yeah. and he he was a step away from the Super Bowl last year. So you see the the what you what he can do. He can take you to the very end. Then look at Trey Lance. Can he even take you to the candy shop? Like what can he do? <laughs>
1: Take it to the candy shop. Uh, dude, your Vikings overreaction. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, just based off of week one, will the Vikings go 17 and 0? Probably. <laughs> At this will the Packers point go 0 and 17? Probably. Probably, yeah. You're right. Probably, uh, both
2: of those scenarios. Uh, and the other thing that was crazy, too, is uh, Aaron Rodgers hasn't thrown an interception to an NFC North team in over three seasons, which is just insane to me uh and he did it uh uh once or twice in the game so um yeah there the Packers are literally dead and the Vikings are alive and well
1: yeah Packers or Aaron Rodgers right now has uh more interceptions than touchdowns crazy crazy Eesh. crazy crazy um I got some I got some overreactions for you guys today um I got two player overreactions the first one is for a guy that i talked about last week jahan dotson jahan dot son because he's <laughs> catching dots son uh two touchdowns in his first game as a rookie come on this guy might just be Megatron reincarnate. Uh, he looks like he's going to be playing at the pro level for the next 30 years. He's going to be uh, the Tom Brady of wide receivers. And um, if he doesn't get two touchdowns a game uh, for the next 16 weeks, man, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That, that's He's going to blow up. He's, he's a good player. He's a good player. He only caught three passes, but...
0: He looked good. But
1: we're
2: repasses for 40 yards, a fumble and two touchdowns. So they,
1: he's a pretty uh that's good production. Good. <laughs> it's versatile. That's <laughs> versatile. So Jahan Dotson's one. Uh my second one is guys Saquon Barkley. The guy he he went to a shaman uh over the off season who healed his legs uh mm-hmm. and now He's got these tree trunks again that will not be broken down. Uh he I'm frustrated because I did not want to draft him in fantasy football because I was like, it's Saquon Barkley. He's yeah, not gonna he do draft. he's not gonna do anything. And then he comes out first week and just balls out. He is the reason why the Giants win the game. Uh and honestly, the Giants taking down the Titans. That's uh that's huge. That's big. Go Giants.
2: That is big. And it it stings for the people that drafted Derrick Henry uh, because Henry, you know, he, well, he, he almost had a hundred yards, but he didn't score. He's coming in around, you know, eight points in the leagues or whatever. And then Barkley had over 20 points. So
1: yeesh, that bargain by.
0: All right. I'll cap it off. This is kind of a Homer overreaction, but uh, I'm I'm combining two. I'm combining two, kind of, kind of my two different games I'm looking at. I'm looking at uh, Denver versus Seattle. I'm looking at Kansas City versus Arizona. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, you know, I'm I'm definitely feeding off, you know, what Troy said about Seahawks having some dog in them. I just saw the way that uh, Arizona had no answer for Kansas City. I mean, I think that Arizona, a lot of people thought was a contender. Hard Knocks is following them this year. I, mean, I think that they're, they're going to finish at the bottom of the NFC West. I think Seahawks are going to leapfrog them despite... Having a a quote-unquote backup quarterback starting for them, so just those are that's kind of some moves I'm seeing in the NFC West. I got excited about. I'm not afraid of the Cardinals anymore. Got a lot more faith in my team after this week.
2: Oh man, yeah, dude, football was great this week. Week one, week two is gonna be even better. We're gonna uh, come out with a little tutter and shutter thing on uh, a little later in the week and uh, keep you guys updated on all the deets. You want to send us off, Father? Yeah.
1: All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We're Tether Nation. We're out.